taking care of yourself is productive. Hi friends, welcome to the Piece by Piece podcast. My name is Mackenzie, and if you're anything like me, trying to balance everything in your life sometimes leaves you feeling drained, overwhelmed, and fearful. If you're wondering how you can find joy in every situation, magic in the mundane, and rest for your soul, I'd love to have you join me as we uncover simple practices to point us back to peace. Normally, you can listen to any of the episodes, and it doesn't matter what order, but for this one, it's best you go back and listen to episode 18 first. Last week, we talked about why creating space in our lives is important, and today we are talking about how to actually create that space. Listen in. Today's episode is one I need to listen to monthly or weekly or maybe every day. I forget I need space in my life until I don't have any and I wonder why I feel horrible and behind on everything. Funny enough, as I was thinking through this episode, I consulted with Kyle about whether or not I should make a commitment someone asked me about and he told me how bad I was at saying no. He wasn't being mean, he was just pointing out the obvious because I do struggle with saying no. Pro tip, if you're not good at saying no, find someone who is and make them your accountability partner. In episode 18, I talked about how I haven't always used my time the best, as in I filled my life with too much and too many draining things. I didn't make time to care for myself because that didn't feel productive or loving to others. But we can actually be more productive and more loving to others when we live out of abundance rather than just giving the bare minimum we need to keep from breaking. Maybe you don't struggle that much with saying no, but you do realize you need more space in your life to do the things that fill you up. We live in a culture where people pride themselves on being busy and having no time because we view that as being productive. It's easy to get caught up in thinking that when you do more, your life has more purpose. But when you spread yourself too thin, you might be doing more harm than good to yourself and the relationships in your life. Last week, I asked you to create a list of things in your life that fill you and a list of things that drain you. If you look back at your list, what stands out to you? What do you notice? If you look at an average week in your life, how much time do you allot towards life-giving tasks? What about daily? Are your days filled with more life-giving or life-draining aspects? The reason I wanted you to create those two lists is because once you know the things that fill you or drain you, you can begin to look at how you plan your days and see where you need to add some life-giving moments or remove some life-draining ones. When I made my lists, I noticed the things that fill me up the most are an afterthought in my schedule. I don't make nearly enough time for them. They are the things that it would be nice to do if it happens, but I have a lot of other things to focus on first. This quickly leads to burnout and fatigue. I noticed on my life-giving list, I kept writing unhurried. I like unhurried time to spend with Kyle, to read, go for a walk, or cook. I don't have a lot of space in my life for that right now, so I literally need to schedule in chunks of time where I can be unhurried in whatever I want to do. A lot of us are on a quest to find more balance in our lives. 
I would argue instead of finding balance in our lives, we should find an imbalance with the scales tipping more towards the life-giving things. This doesn't mean time-wise necessarily, but load-wise. For example, if I have a busy day where I have a lot to do and places to go, it helps me to either start or finish my day with a little bit of reading. I don't need to read for 10 hours to counteract a full day, but reading for 20 to 30 minutes refreshes me and gets me out of my head and thoughts for just a little bit, which pays dividends for me throughout my day. So how can you structure your days or weeks or months so that the areas that bring you life outweigh the areas that drain you? If you're like me, you will naturally turn to the things you need to get done first before making time to do anything that fills you up. But if you created space to do something life-giving, you may find you have even more energy to do more of the things you need to do. This might sound obvious, but unless we intentionally make space for the things that bring us joy, it's too easy to get sucked into the day-to-day monotony of life. I'm not saying you should quit your job and go hammock outside every day. Some necessary tasks might always be draining to you, but where can you counteract them with more life-giving things? What do you need to create space for? And how can you make the time to do them? I'm going to give you a few ways that have helped me and maybe they will help you. First, schedule it. I hear this over and over again, but it is true and incredibly helpful. Set aside a time slot in your calendar on that day or during the week to do something life-giving. Make it an immovable appointment for that day, whenever it is. Set aside a chunk of time, whether that's half an hour, a whole hour, five hours, whatever it is. Just block it off. Maybe make time to wake up a little earlier to give yourself more space. Maybe you swap child duty for a little bit with your spouse. In my case right now, my husband and I are swapping puppy duty when we need a little bit of time, which I know is not the same as having kids, but it's where we're at right now. Second, build your no muscle. I know I can't be alone in recognizing how hard this is, but it is an important practice to have. Your time is valuable, so steward it well. I'm just now learning I need more space than I ever thought I did, and in order to get it, I need to say no to more things, even to good things. Pray and ask for discernment when you have decisions to make with your time. Third, turn off your screens. I don't mean this in an aggressive way, but watch your device time if you're discovering you don't have enough time in your day. I'm guilty of saying I don't have enough time, and then when I look back at my screen time for the day, it all makes sense. Our brains don't need this constant influx of information, and you can create the mental space you need simply by setting your phone aside every once in a while. Fourth, and along with screens, turn off notifications on your phone either always or periodically. The apps on your phone are designed to nudge you every once in a while to get you to come back to the app. You do not need a rectangle telling you how to spend your time. You can be the one to decide when you'll check your email, social media, or other apps. I promise this will give you so much mental space. Fifth, have an accountability partner. Grab a friend or roommate or spouse and tell them how you want to spend more time doing XYZ. Invite them to create space for themselves and then hold each other accountable. Finally, remember your space will look different depending on what season of life you're in, and that's okay. Not all of these tips will be possible all the time, but begin to notice where you can prioritize a little bit of space for yourself to live your fullest life. And don't try to do all of the things at once. Start where you are and begin creating more space and an imbalance towards what gives you life. 
Thank you for being here for today's episode. I hope it was helpful for you to think through where you can create more space in your life to rejuvenate you and bring more peace to your day-to-day life. As always, you can find me on Instagram at peacebypeacewithmac, and I will talk to you next Wednesday.